Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Welcome, welcome to Critical Thinking, this beautiful week of September. Yes, uh, my name is Michelle Agar. With me here is Zeal. Hello, Zeal. How you doing? Hi, Michelle. Hello, Lagos. Good to see you. You dressed down today. I did. With your favorite shoes. You don't miss it. Huh? This is one of your favorite shoes. No. Uh, you told me about these shoes. Not this one. It's one with white soles. Not this one. What's the difference? White soles. And the shoes are not black. Hey, but it's the same style. No. No? Michelle, you're Sorry. confusing with Sorry. your other boyfriend. So- <laughs> <laughs> no. They look alike. Mm. They look really, really alike. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. How how's your week been? It's been hectic. Well, it's good hectic. It sounds it sounds hectic from Yeah, if, especially today I've been talking since nine thirty this morning or ten o'clock. I promise you, non stop. Nearly. Mm. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. I'm well. I'm doing good. You're... Let me let me talk like you. So what are we doing today? What? What are we doing today? Oh, we're going to do whatever Zeal wants us to do today. That's for sure. So Zeal has a topic for us and Zeal and I are going to talk about what he wants us to talk about. And um, I'm going to inquire even further, make sure my listeners understand your thoughts process. And see how that could inspire them or have them thinking differently. Or at least have them thinking. Okay. Yeah. All right. So are you ready? I hope so. All right. So what do you have for us today? Uh, I would say. You would say. I can't remember who said it. Was It must have been a, no, it wasn't a movie. One of these uh, ancient philosophers said something very interesting once. Okay. And he said... Um, everything talking about what we experience as humans right everything is an illusion everything is an illusion yes everything yes or some things everything yes but what we all agree on we call reality Mm. right the illusion we all agree on we call reality I can't remember who said it. But again, even Einstein said it that everything. Anyway, but why I'm raising that is I heard a song and the lyrics to the song were Lightning always comes before the thunder. Okay. Or is it thunder comes after the lightning? But anyway, talking about the sequence of thunder and lightning, that lightning always comes before thunder. Mm-hmm. You know. Isn't isn't that true? Yes, because if you if I stand outside and there's a thunderstorm, mm-hmm. you see the lightning, and then you can predict thunder count is next. three, four seconds later, give or take, there's thunder. Mm-hmm. Very consistent. Anywhere in the world, you observe it. That's what will happen. Lightning always comes before the thunder from your observation. Mm-hmm. But that's not what really happens, is it? Mm. No. That's, so that's the reality we experience, or rather, that's the illusion we all experience. All our experience is uniform, and so we all call it reality, despite the fact it's not true. Thunder and lightning happen at the same time, okay. at exactly the same time. What causes 
thunder causes lightning the same time, like a spark. Okay. You know, when you hold <clears throat> two wires together with a power source and you touch them, mm-hmm. they spark and make that sound. Yeah. It's the same thing. So that spark oh. in the sky, because of the distance from us and because the speed oh. of light is 100,000 times more than the speed of sound, we see the light. Then the light has run and come to meet us and then the sound is jogging. Then three seconds later, the sun, the sound will reach us. Yeah, hey, I'm here. Then we hear it. Okay. I was thinking we could talk about conflict resolution today. No. Then the next thing I thought about, I I, I don't know if you saw this. Um, I can't believe you did that to me. An octagon. (laughs) (laughs) Octagon, eight sides. Eight sides, exactly. A nonagon, nine sides. Okay. Decagon, ten sides. So we know everything. The easy one is oct and dec. Everything oct means eight. eight. Octopus, eight. Yeah. Uh, okay. octono, octogenarian, eight years old. Everything oct. Oct means eight. Okay. Deck means ten. Decimal places, mm. decagon, whatever. You did a lot of math, didn't you? Anyway, go But for some reason, hmm, in your calendar, mm-hmm. October ah, is not month eight. It is yeah. month Ten. Yeah. December is November should be month nine. It is month eleven. What? Yes. Anything non is nine. Oh right. Yeah. Um and then December should be that month ten. No, it's month oh, twelve. Month twelve. Yes. Why? Mm. Guess what? And we've all just been okay with it. Now I know why. There was a reason the the calendar used to have ten months until mm. the Romans added I think July and August for Augustus Caesar or something. They added two months, huh? Julius Caesar and August or something. I can't remember. July and August, I think they now inserted it. And so it just expanded everything and just mm-hmm. shifted it to 12 months. But here we are all knowing OCT stands for it, but totally, utterly comfortable, not even questioning why October is month 10. Yeah, because the Muslims have a different calendar. Yeah, so, so do the Ethiopians. Yeah, They're in 2016, actually. Today, yes, two days ago was their new year. They got into Who's 2016. Ethiopia got into 2016 two, two days ago. Hmm. Eh? You don't know. I didn't know. Uh, if you go to Ethiopia, you just minus like seven years from your age or whatever <laughs> whatever it amounts to. And that's your I real age. That's my real age. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not as old as You're not as old as you think. So I'm just like 17 now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. But yeah. Okay. Okay. So, conflict resolution. What do you want to talk about? Oh, thank God. <laughs> I thought that was it. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just think some people find it's very difficult to resolve conflict. Conflict is a constant in our lives. We will always be conflicted with one another. We'll step on each other's toes. We'll do something that the other doesn't like. It takes a lot of understanding or like you would call it knowing yourself to not react or react in any way. But sometimes... um. I don't know. I feel some people expect a certain approach or process when it comes to conflict resolution. Yeah, some people expect you to apologize straight on. Some people would rather stay away and buy some time and reflect or they may call it heal from that. Sometimes the other person might think it's too dramatic to heal over something so simple. We step on each other's toes every day, suck it up, apologize and move on. Some people take time to, you know, so I'm just... You know, wondering how or how else, if there is a better way to handle conflicts or resolve conflicts between one another. <clears throat> so, Michelle, what is it? 
Why not just tell me what exactly happened? There's nothing happened, though. <laughs> nothing happened. So, okay, let me tell you what happened. Okay, so I had an issue with a friend of mine. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> this was back in June, right? We had an issue and, you know, we have. I called her to resolve it. Because it was sitting deep in my mind and I was like, you know what? It's time to have this confrontation and have this conversation. And somewhere, while we're trying to resolve this issue... She hangs up the phone. Yeah, like I, she was like, I can't deal with this right now. And she hung up on me. And I didn't hear from her till guess when? Yesterday. <laughs> You're close. But let's say two weeks ago, exactly two weeks ago. And I was like, I was surprised. I thought we were done. You know, I thought we were done. She was done with me. I, I thought I was so terrible. But she, but she called and she apologized, saying that. She's sorry for hanging up hanging up on me or to have hung up on me. She's sorry for taking this long, you know. And when I asked why, she said she needed to heal. And I was like, huh? You also pissed me off. As a matter of fact, you pissed me off so bad that I called you to give you a piece of my mind. You now took the anger from me and claimed to be the angry one. So it was it was it was weird, but that is to her that it, that was her process of handling conflicts space right staying away i think it was too long considering what the issue was it was quite minor at least in hindsight it is now uh but to me i felt it was important to handle it straight away and you know but to each his own i guess but it's it's i think it's kind of strained our friendship so i'm sure there are better ways of handling conflict that we all can think about or learn or learn about i don't know if you're a pro on this subject the way you're looking um, Are you? <clears throat> I'm 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 holding myself from asking you very specific questions. Oh, please don't! It's not your business. <laughs> leave, leave. Uh, uh, you've brought it on. Yeah, I'm not bringing the, the details. Yeah, asking me. No, but it's not. I'm not bringing the details. It's just I'm just giving you the events. It's okay. Okay. So, conflict resolution is a very specific topic, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just morph it into something slightly more general as to what type of things or why do people keep grudges or why do some people find it harder to move over things that have happened and all that <clears throat> so what i would say is as human beings we have past experiences okay when some of those past experiences have been so negative <clears throat> that they've caused us emotional or psychological trauma. Or let me just make it simple. Some people have done things to us in the past that hurt us, mm -hmm. that caused us emotional or psychological wounds. Mm. Right? Now, like physical wounds, if I if you get a paper cut, in a day or two, you forget anything happens. Mm. If a knife cuts you and it's deep you are trying to chop meat bam, 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 bam. <laughs> and then you mistakenly chop your finger you may need stitches it may take two or three weeks to, to heal. heal yes yeah. now and the scar may be there forever the scar may be there forever yeah. now somebody with a paper cut three days later goes out to have a manicure mm. you can't go and do anything around that finger for another two weeks and that person goes, hey, but me too, I cut my finger now. Why is your such a big deal? Mm. So we all have wounds from our past that are at different degrees. 
some are lighter than others if you don't understand the details of the wound and you just say a cut is a cut it is not true um also if i touch the place where you had a paper cut or a razor cut mm. the day you cut it you scream yeah if i cut touch it three days later you may not even notice i did anything if it's a deeper wound and i touch it you may scream for two weeks it may bleed for two days one may bleed for two minutes mm -hmm. So we all have different thresholds to dealing with how we've been wounded in the past. Now, when we meet new people, not the people that wounded us, if the wounds, unlike physical wounds that unless you have a medical issue, physical wounds will almost always heal. Okay. Different lengths of time, one day, one year, but they shall heal. The longer it takes, the more likely it leaves a scar. Emotional and psychological wounds don't always heal. Mm. No, they can be there for a lifetime. Mm. Yes. Mm. Most people think if they forget about it, then it means it's gone. All that has happened yeah. is that you've, you've forgotten about it. Suppressed it. Suppressed it. Yeah. The day somebody touches it, it starts to bleed all over again. It starts mm. to hurt as if it is fresh. And the person that touched it may have done a very light touch. It does not mean you're going to feel very light pain. You're going to feel pain as if it's happening all over again. Yeah. And so for some people, when you want to resolve the conflicts with them on how they have, be, how you have hurt them or how they have hurt you, it's very important for... It helps a lot if the person can explain why it hurts so much. Mm. Not everybody can. Yeah, but that's why I called. She may not know why it hurts her. Mm? She may not know why what you did hurt her so much. Oh. And so when she looks at the event... I was angry and one, though. looks... Okay. Well, looks at the event and looks at <clears throat> her reaction, she may feel very silly. I think my reaction... So let me give an example. I'll use myself and I'll throw it out there because I know you've asked me a similar question and I dodged it. I have certain sensitivities. Okay. Okay, one of my sensitivities is I know why, right, mm -hmm. from my past. I really, really react badly if I'm treated like an afterthought. Mm. Yes. You like to be prioritized. No, I don't like to be prioritized. I don't care if you prioritize me. But I don't want to be treated as an afterthought. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. It's like saying if it's not black, oh, so that means it's white. No, there are other colors in between. Okay, you want yeah. to be treated as the second thought? Mm. I don't want to be treated as an afterthought. So, for example, okay. I come and I say, hey, what's up, what's up, where are you going? Oh, I'm going for a party. I'm like, oh, wow, but you knew I was coming to Oh, that's true. Oh, I don't come for the party. Mm. My answer to that will almost certainly be no. Okay. I was not in your plan. Mm -hmm. So, if you are doing anything and I'm not in the plan, don't insert me at the last minute. Right. Even if you do, don't let me know. Okay. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Or somebody comes to visit, or I see two friends talking. Oh, uh, tomorrow, Shay, you're coming tomorrow. Oh, what's happening tomorrow? Oh, we're doing blah, 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 blah. Ah, you guys didn't invite me. Okay, I come now. I'm not coming. Mm. You know, so I have a sensitivity to that, and I know why. Okay. But the difference is, I ca because I know why, I can explain it. And so if somebody does something like that, they say, oh, but Z, why aren't you coming now? I'll tell you because this is, I have a bad reaction to this thing. Okay. And even if you say sorry a hundred times, I may still may not come. Or I may, but again, Aww. I'm sensitive to it. It really hurts you. 
it annoys me now. It doesn't hurt me now. now it makes me angry. Okay. But because I've learned it and how to manage it, I don't. I just give you a very polite no. Okay. Oh, sorry, I'm tired of tomorrow. Sorry, and that's it. And we move on. So I don't hold it as a grudge anymore. Okay. When I didn't know, I was so sensitive to that. When you do it, you know what I will do. Yeah. I will get angry. And I say, why are you just inviting me? When you, all the friends you invited since, was I not mm. on the list? You know, then it becomes a whole dramatic scene, but I right. don't do that anymore. So different people have different things in their past that hurts them. All right? Mm-hmm. Let me give an example. Some people, hanging up on them is a trigger for a very bad reaction. Maybe the most important relationship they had in their life, they hung up on the person and the person died after that call. Maybe somebody hung up on them. No, or whatever. So you can be talking to somebody and then you hang up in anger. And the person's reaction will be so violent. You'll be wondering, do you understand? Yeah. So whatever it is your friend did to you, right? When you called to do your conflict resolution, mm-hmm. clearly something else went wrong. Mm. Yes. Which is why she hung up. So guess what? What? She was the one talking on the phone. When she hung up? Yeah. Weird. I don't... I, I know I'm sure the landing cuts. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. She was talking, talking, talking. But apparently she was also pissed off about some things that I had come to realize while we're having that conversation. Right? So while talking, I was like, but that's not... She's like, no, let me finish my point. I was like, okay. She went on and on and on and on. And I was like, you know what? I think I have to defend myself here. She goes, no, no, no. You know what? I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this right now. That was the end. She hung up on. I don't know yeah. if it's me or herself, but she hung up while she was talking. So I was like, okay. I was so, yeah, so I can tell that clearly something triggered her. Mm. Either in what she was saying, how she was behaving, or your reaction to how she was behaving. Mm, okay. It triggered her. Doesn't mean it was right or wrong. It triggered her. So in resolving conflict, which is why it's very important in conflict resolution to have a mediator. Okay. Um, in law, you have an arbitration, somebody that's outside the two aggrieved parties, looking at things independently and able to douse any fire that starts to come up. Okay. The two people that are upset trying to mediate will almost always require one party to suck it up either suck up their anger suck up their pain suck up their ego or whatever which is very hard especially in a situation where both parties feel aggrieved who's now going to suck it up so in such circumstances it's always good to have a mediator in between that will appease each party by hearing each party out fully. The two aggrieved parties can hardly hear each other out because you are angry and talking and more than likely accusing the other person and the other person, if they are being accused, will more than likely be defending themselves which will annoy the person that's doing the accusation. Why are you defending? And then you to you did this, you to you did that. And then it almost always degenerates. Is there is there a is there a good way or a a, a <clears throat> is there a way? Is there how do I put this? How do you really handle conflict? Is there a pattern? Is there a proven way 
style, approach to handling conflicts. Yes. Okay. What I don't what? know what it is. You don't know what it is? No. So why do you say yes? Because I've seen the textbooks on that. I haven't read them. Oh, okay. There, there are courses you take on. So there's a course I did on negotiation, which has conflict resolution within it. So they are proven. It's like a textbook. So there's a, if A do this, there's a proper mm-hmm. secret. So I'm not going to talk about it. I've not read that. Okay. But yeah, but there are proven ways of, um, there are proven ways of handling conflict. Professionals that do it. And so they would, they are probably tick boxes of if A do this, A, B, C, D and all of that. Yes. But this doesn't sound like a conflict. This just sounds like, um, mm. what's the word? But let me let me let me let me leave you and your girlfriend's issue. I'm assuming it's yeah, I said her. Let me leave you and your girlfriend's issue. And how do you resolve the conflict between government and the people? For example, there's a major conflict. Government has a responsibility, the people have responsibilities. The people also have rights that government is sworn to keep and uphold. So how do you resolve that conflict? Guess what? Without a mediator, it's unlikely to be resolved. Without a mediator. Are there mediators? Are there there career mediators? In law, they're called arbitrators. Arbitrators, sorry. Arbitrators, yeah. So even in a lot of legal agreements, they tell before you go to court, you go to an arbitration panel. The arbitration kind of arbiters between the two parties and looks at it objectively since they're not a party. When you're a party to a conflict, it's, it's much harder to look at it objectively. So whenever mm. I'm in a conflict, I fully understand that my point of view that is making me emotional is not likely to change. Yeah. It won't change. It's not likely to change. You need to be really, really... You really need to have the capacity to suck it up. So let's talk about the government and its people. Yes. How? Ah, that one is the hard one though, because this our this government that we have that we've been blessed with all these many years. <laughs> blessed, <laughs> interesting. Ah, yes. We've been blessed with government for the past couple of years. Sometimes they have ear problems. It's not like they, not that they are bad people. It's like they have ear infection. Their ear doesn't work well. So whatever you are seeing, they are not hearing. But what happens generally with especially with our government is that a lot of people in government do not really care to uphold the rights of the people. One. Two, and we've discussed this when, Michelle, when we discussed the nature of power or nature of government, that each and every one of us has put our little, little power together Mm -hmm. and yielded it, it, that's a good word, yielded it to government to use on on behalf of everybody for the betterment of everybody. Now, those few people we've given that power to then use it for the betterment of their own selves. They turn it into selfish use, which is an abuse of power, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the reason, well, one of the major reasons why a democracy is supposed to be a fantastic style of government is because when the people hand over this power to government, the structure of government makes sure that government is accountable in a responsible way. Mm-hmm. So, so the executive, the legislature, and the judiciary 
are what you call checks and balances on each other. Okay. Right? That's one of the beauties of a democracy. Once those checks and balances cease to exist, your democracy also ceases to exist. I know that's why I keep saying that what we can't, which is, okay, remember what we started with? The illusion that we all experience and agree on is what we call reality? Mm -hmm. Yes. So this illusion of a democracy that we have, we think is our reality. And so we all say we have a democracy. We don't. We don't. It's a lie. We do not have a democracy. Because when you test the government we have, there is nothing democratic about it. Nothing. The only thing that is democratic about it is the fact that we go to elections to select them. Which is which is one of maybe ten characteristics of a democracy. Not it's not a defined and it is not even a defining factor in a democracy. Right? Yeah. So that's another issue. How do we resolve the conflict between government and the people? The independent arbiter is meant to be the judiciary. Okay. Which is why the judiciary is often referred to as the last hope of the people. Because when I have an issue with government, I can go to the judiciary and say, oh boy, see what they promised, see what they did, see what I suffered, and the judiciary will come in between and deliver justice. Once that is not guaranteed, at least from a perspective that it happens majority of the time, then that um, conflict will never be resolved, at least not likely to be resolved peacefully. Or if you want to go into the technicalities of conflict, Conflict resolution. There are plenty of textbooks, and I have PTSD from my university, so I don't really read textbooks anymore. Yeah. What approach has worked for you? Best approach for me is to avoid conflict. Mm. Can you really though? Um, it's not easy, but yes, you can. Avoid conflict. It takes two to tango. So somebody can be upset with me and I don't engage. Uh, sometimes you must engage. So is it? Are you um, saying you avoid confrontation? Unless it's necessary, yes. And most of the time, most of the confrontation that is brought to me is completely unnecessary. My involvement is unnecessary. Okay. Yes. So I can't. Uh, you, to be honest, you can't. I don't know that you can avoid it a hundred percent of the time. But it means a lot of sucking up. And when I say suck up, it's not sucking up to say sorry all the time. Okay. It's sucking up to take some bashing, knowing that retaliation or adding to it is not going to change anything. But it may mean we cannot be friends again. Mm. So there are many conflicts that have been brought to me. Uh, when I say conflicts, people upset with me. They come, they say things that upset me that I think they shouldn't have said. And I look at them. And I know that once they leave here, I will never speak to them again. Mm. And I'm telling myself, well, if this is somebody I'm never going to talk to again, what's the point engaging it? I'm like, ah, if this, this person's real character, then we can't be friends. And that's it. I had a conversation. It must have been around 2015 or 2016. And two friends were having lunch. We were having a discussion. And it was around 2015, it was around the election, either just before or just after election. Okay. And the person said something, started saying some things that I fundamentally disagreed with, fundamentally they upset me, 
they were not even true. And I told the person, look, I understand why you believe what you're saying. I'm on the extreme opposite. So we're having lunch talking about something else. Let's drop this topic mm-hmm. so that we can move on. Yeah. And the guy refused. I said, no, I have to hear him out. I have to see it. For it. I he kept on and on. And I said, dude, you don't understand. This thing for me is a very, 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 you know, is a strong something. Mm. Let's leave it. You have your position. I'm not saying you should change your position, but just let's not bring it here. Yeah. It affects me personally. And the guy went on. And after a while, I told him, if you insist on continuing, one of two things will end at this table. This conversation or this friendship. Pick one. And he says, no, I have to hear him. And he continued. And I picked up my khakis and walked out. So you did what my friend did? Except this one, she was the one talking. Okay, anyway. Between then and now, I've not spoken or seen this person. Why? Did they try to reach out to you? I don't know. <laughs> Why? Did you block him? I, I have not spoken or seen this person since then. When was this? 2015. 2016. Yeah. 2015, 16. 16 there about, yeah. So, me, I'm that kind of person. But it takes a lot mm-hmm. to drive me there. And when someone tells you two things we learned, one of two things we learned here, either you stop this conversation at this point or you will end this friendship. If you go on, it translates to me that you want to end the friendship. So, I'll help you out. And I walked away. Now, what would be his side of the story would be what? What do you think? Zeal didn't listen. Zeal is not tolerant. Whatever. Yeah, can't but hear anyone else. If you're, I don't care. But you see, he cannot say Zeal said anything. Mm. So nobody's going to say, oh, Z-. all they'll say is Zeal walked out on me. Equivalent. You understand? Yeah. Yes. What did you do? He said they won't talk about something. I want to talk about it. And he left. So yeah. So that, uh, that's my general approach. I'll avoid it. Where possible, I'll just avoid it. But because I also understand how perspectives are very different. Between then and now, I've also learned to listen to people to the end. Listen to people to the end? Yes. What do you mean? When they are talking about their perspective. This is what they see. This is how they feel. This is what they think happened. And they are explaining it. I'll listen to, to them to the end. Okay. Then I'll still take my decision. And if I think you're talk full of a lot of rubbish, I'll still leave. But at least I would have heard you out. I do my best not to engage unless we're talking about an intellectual debate. Or is a debate? It's not a personality issue. We're not involving emotions. No problem. We can have a conflict on ideologies. But once it's becoming emotional, I will generally back off. All right. All right. Um, but if you pay me off, I'll do your therapy for you and your friend. No, no, no. No, thanks. We're good. Now, wow. Mm. Besides, you've not read the book, so I mean, how, what could you possibly teach us when, <coughs> when you haven't read? That's what you said. Before you tell us to quarrel some more or avoid conflict, we'll go to the phone lines and take some calls. Though, for those who have questions concerning the subject matter, we talked about illusions, and then we digressed into conflict resolution. And according to Zeal, Zeal will practically avoid—is it confrontation? I will do my best yes. to avoid conflicts to start with. Confrontation. Conflicts, so like I said, ideological conflicts can exist. I have no objection to that. Emotional conflicts, I will avoid mm. yes, as best as I can. Mm. But doesn't that build resentment? For who? For the person. And that's their problem. No, for you, I mean. No. No? No. You don't ever feel you need to get something off your chest? Sometimes I do. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. So there's somebody in particular I cannot cut off from. But I do know that trying to get anything off my chest 
does not work. There's no need. So I've tried, tried, tried. It doesn't work. So I just anything you do is okay. I'll just be smiling. (laughs) 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 I'll just be smiling like that. There's no point getting anything off my chest. I just make up my mind. This I'm going to do. This I'm going to behave. Deal with the person. Whether you like it, you don't like it. That's for your pocket. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes. Oops. Okay, we'll go to the phone lines now. 0809-1913-913-0809-222-0913 or 0809-234-5913. You can also tweet at Lagos Talks 913. That is at Lagos Talks 913. Hello, good evening. Good evening, Michelle. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you coming from? Hi, Mark. Join the conversation. Yeah. Okay, please. I want to, uh, I want to just uh, make a contribution and, and ask a question. Go ahead, please. When you when you mentioned um, conflict resolution, I was thinking of like communal clashes. Uh, uh, the one you see in Nigeria, you hear uh, communities uh, having challenges like over hundred year, hundreds of hundred years old or thereabouts, and to just say the micro-family settings, I mean, husband and wife. So I would like you to, if you have the time, talk about at least possibly the community, community clashes and resolution. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Mark, thank you. Uh, communal clashes is a tough one. Lagos Talks, good evening. Hello, good evening, good evening Michelle. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good evening, Bill. My name Hi. is Sam. Calling from Lagos Island. All right, Sam, go ahead. Yeah, I really appreciate everything you said. And Mitchell, I appreciate you and the way you did with your friend. Because I didn't even, it's with me. And this is where you used your, your what is it called? Is it I-E-O, I-E-D, emotional intelligence. You, you understand? Mm-hmm. This is where you use that. Because I didn't even, I was the one, I would him, but I would have ended the call immediately. Not because he, she did that. Because she she was selfish. Hmm. Because you called her to make your own complaint of what, and you, you wanted peace. I remember when I was in two hundred to three level, we did this public resolution. You know, there's colleagues and Abita. So it could be amongst yourself because you, you people never sorted for a third party, but you wanted to do it amongst yourself. And I'm that kind of person like you that. When people push you to the wall, you have nothing but to face them back, and you end it. But this is really just if you say, don't keep malice. Let me tell you, I can't. I I don't like conflict. I don't like like conflict. But when it comes, I'll face it, and I don't care. My 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 likely never talk to the person to the end of time. Wow. Really, I really appreciate it. I don't seek for it. You understand. It's just like America. America mm-hmm. don't seek for war. For one war comes, <clears throat> they will lead the way. Thank you very much. All right, mm-hmm. Mark. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Hi, Mark. What you don't you think you don't think he's right about you don't think he's right about America? Ah, let me just not talk about. Let's keep our conversation <laughs> to our own conflict. Yeah, leave other people's in. All right, let's take this WhatsApp call. Lagos talks. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, Michelle. Good evening. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Naibuka the third. Ebuka, oh yeah, talk to us. Baba Zera, hey man. Hi Ebuka, good evening. I don't mind. You see, just like the last caller, you get some where they go push you, just jump the fence, they go, you go. Mm. <laughs> but okay. so so 
So then for conflict resolution, I think Mr. Z, you really cheated it. Um, the logic, logical side of it, just whole perspective of things, know your peace of mind, because I think you are protecting your peace, then set boundary. Then make sure yeah. Mr. Z don't give you the therapy, just pay, you understand? Okay. I know emotion, we men, they think logically, but women, they think most emotionally. So try to separate the emotion, look at the end goal, more like Mr. Z will talk mm. events and outcome. Okay. What do you want to get at the end? Mm. Yeah, so do you want the friendship to grow? You know, just think about it then, mm. know how to navigate That's dialogue, the diplomatic. Wow. I, I, I learned, I learned, I learned. Thank you so much. That's that's a good way to look at it. Think about the outcome first yes. or what you want out of this. Yes. That will guide your approach. Even in the way you talk, the timing, when you put that into consideration first, you will be more, yes. more logical with how you go about it. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. In conflict re resolution... Thank you, thank you, Ibuka. That's a good one. In, in conflict resolution, I know one of the things they tell you must not do is don't ignore the conflict. Address it. Mm. So why do you it ignore is. conflict then? Okay, don't ignore it. I don't want to you avoid... If I don't, I don't, I'm just trying to resolve it. <laughs> trying to res avoid the human being involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to resolve it. So, so, I mean... But again, that's, that's, that's the point. But when you want to resolve stuff, you can't ignore the conflict. Can't see, a lot of people have the attitude of sweep it under the rug. Let's... Mm forgive and forget. I don't mm. believe in that forgetting part of it. I believe you should forgive. I don't believe you should forget. Um, but when the person that asked about, was it Mark, about um, communal, about communal clash? clashes, ah, that one is... Like um, banditry? That, that's, that conflict, so for example, the, there are some areas where the conflict is generations long. You really need experts in conflict resolution to get involved. And they have to understand the cause of the conflict. A lot, I mean, for example... When you have ethnic clashes, okay. what's the cause? The cause is simply I've been raised to believe something that is not true. What we started with, the fact that the reality we all are, the illusion we all agree on is what we call reality. People in this tribe or this village believe that people in that one are trying to kill them and so whenever they come, they attack them. And it's just a belief that they are all acting on because their father's father told them and their father's father's father told them. I know... How do you begin to resolve that conflict when the cause of the conflict is not tangible? For those ones, you need experts. You need to get real experts to come and sort it out. But both parties have to stay what they want. Now, when was it? There was, I don't know if it was a joke or if it really happened. When they got Israel and Palestine to a negotiating table, right? And one of the parties said, okay, the only, there's one way. There's, so they asked, okay, well, suggest something that will allow you guys live in peace. And one party said, there's one thing you can do that will allow us live in peace. And they said what? He said, wipe all of them out. Hmm? That we call it deadlock. So, it's not, so some of those things, some conflicts, ah, because they run so deep and are generational, especially where one party feels aggrieved from an action of the other party that that other party is still either enjoying or holding on to so for example if you kick someone out of their house and you are living there and you want to resolve that conflict mm -hmm. and one party says but it is my house and the other party says i'm not moving out and both of them are deadlocked that's the word there how do you resolve that conflict do you understand where especially where the solution from each party side is an impossibility mm -hmm. Where somebody comes and says, Lagos State is my father's land. So until all of you pack out, we can never have peace. 
<laughs> what, what, do you understand? So, some conflicts cannot be resolved based on, well, some conflicts are so much harder to resolve based on the fact that they involve um, compromise that is near impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we have loads of messages to look at. Let's just run through them quickly. Steve, listening to us from Kanu State, is saying, uh, they say lightning and, or thunder doesn't strike twice, but I can boldly say that this day marks the day I live to witness lightning strike twice. Today, I listen to Zeal twice on radio. <laughs> Only those who know actually know. Twice as excellent as usual. Okay, I'll act like I don't know. Anyway, because I'm avoiding conflicts. CJ, <laughs> CJ here is saying, Good evening, Michelle and Uncle Zeal. Is it best to avoid conflict and confrontation at all costs? At all, see when you add at all costs, it depends. What's that cost? Some, so I would say, let me give an example. I, I do this with my children a lot. If somebody comes to you and is trying to slap you, right, and you keep blocking, all you do is block and dodge. Does the person go away usually? Mm-mm. What would usually happen is the person will intensify the effort. Yeah, to make sure they yeah. get to you. To make sure. So you block the first one, they try again, you block... By the time you block six or seven, the person is now trying to punch you because all you're doing is blocking. Mm-hmm. And that's where they say attack is the best form of defense. Mm. In that circumstance, I will hit you very, very hard so that you know that mount to the pain. And when you do that, especially for someone trying to bully you, know what they usually do? Yeah. They back off. Okay. They usually back off. When they think there's a difference between it being a... Who was I told it to a friend of mine. I read it somewhere. And I said that uh, a peacekeeper is somebody with the ability to bring a higher degree of violence mm. but chooses not to. If you are unable to bring a higher degree of violence, you are not a peacekeeper. You are what is called harmless. Okay. So if somebody comes to fight me and comes with a pen knife and I bring out a gun and put it on the table and say, sit down, let's talk. Then we can talk. Then I'm a peacekeeper. I say, guy, let's not be angry. Because you're looking at the gun knowing if you pick up your knife, I'll pick up my gun. I will mm-hmm. harm you more than you will harm me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Now, if I don't have a gun and I say, let's talk, are you likely to back down if you have a knife? No, you're not a peacekeeper. Because you look at me as harmless. So I won't say avoid it at all costs, mm-hmm. but I'll say avoid it as reasonably as you can. Sometimes that conflict is necessary to either clear things up or straighten things out or to just get things off your chest. All right. Jaja here is saying, Michelle, you're a nice person. (laughs) Someone cut the call on you and you're the one trying to reach out to her afterwards. If it were me, I would never be bothered. No, I didn't try to reach out. I I felt a certain way about something and I called to address it. Right. So while trying to address it, uh, the exchange got heated and she said she couldn't deal anymore. And she hung up the phone. And, you know, we didn't speak for like three months later. She reached out to me, like I said, and did apologize, which is good. And yeah, that's the story. But I was just wondering if there were, if in that scenario, there was a better way to handle it instead of how things went. Because it took us months to resolve something that was so easy or that's at least. Have you resolved it now? Yeah, we we talked about it. uh, Yeah talked about it all right alabi saying good evening zeal and michelle how do you how do you do conflict resolution with your siblings spouse or any relationship especially when you have problems with them <sighs> what have we been, <laughs> what have we been saying since 
I think we've been addressing this since uh, we we started this conversation. It's, a, it's the same thing. Well, no, but I think it, with with his spouse it is different. Oh, is it? You will tell me. I don't know. You tell Aren't me. You lucky. Um, it is different with his spouse. Is it more difficult? Is it easier? It's different. Is that is it is there a tact to it? It is different. What is different? It's not to say I'm sorry. It's and buy your favorite thing. Sorry, I don't know. I'm just with a spouse it is different because with a spouse the option to avoid is not really there. Oh. So because sometimes like this friend of yours, mm-hmm. what helped or what maybe was needed was space to heal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is necessary. With a spouse, it's not really the structure of marriage doesn't really allow you that space to heal if mm. that is what you You need. have to suck it up. Somebody has to suck it up. Which is not always healthy. Yeah. Yes, so Especially when the same person keeps sucking it up over time. When this, yeah. So at some point, but why is it always me sucking it up? And why always the irritant? Or why always the aggressor? Why? Mm. You know, so sometimes it is um, really, really hard. Mm. Really, really hard to suck it up all the time. And that's the issue with um, the institution of marriage. Okay. Let's take more messages. Uh, someone here is saying, Zeal, someone you can't cut off, but you got to keep sometimes. Huh? Okay. Someone you can't cut off, cut off, but you have to keep smiling. Shana, the four letter word be that starts, be that starts with W and ends with E. What are you talking about? What letter word that starts with W and ends with E? I don't know what that is. Yeah. Weary. I don't know. <laughs> I think it weary ends with a Y. Anyway, Victor <laughs> is saying, Michelle Oyedeyohedo, zero respect always. You guys always make me stay back at the office to listen in. That guy who called was making sense until he said America doesn't engage in war. He should go and educate himself more about the world he lives in. Not just watching Hollywood movies, Victor. Really? Zeal? <coughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Gabriel Jude is saying, Good evening, Michelle and Zeal. America, no, they find war. Ah, please, let's not go there. Great episode again. If we're going to try to resolve conflicts, we should be prepared to be able to push and pull emotionally, either from ourselves or the other person. That's from Gabriel Jude. Zeal, what is your... I think we should talk about uh, the concept of push and pull. What do you mean? It's a concept, emotional concept called push and pull. Shout so someone, them. someone doesn't always want to give, give, give. They want to receive. They want, yeah, yeah, they yeah. want to go away and have you come after them. They, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. people like the the push and pull concept. Is that something you want to talk about? You shy away from topics like that. Emotional. I shy away from topics like that. Yes. So, will you eat plenty next week when you're coming? I will. I'll so, we'll plenty. talk about it. I know that married people will join you next week. Yeah, next week, we'll Thursday. Talk about it. All right. We'll talk about it. All right. I like that. Uh, we have more <laughs> messages here. Architect Olale come from the mainland. Oh, I think we should take a call first. We've been reading messages. Uh, guess not. All right. Architect Olale come from mainland is saying, Good evening, Michelle and Uncle Zeal <laughs> and listeners. Targeted officers in my community have an arbitration pre-action case at the Lagos High Court tomorrow. Our guest claims nothing is real but an agreed illusion. You mean zeal? Okay. If the arbitrator's illusion isn't acceptable to us, is it advisable we proceed to the main courts proper, proper, 
because all compromises are being made on all compromises are being made on our parts for over a year. But the other guy that took us to court seems to be living in his own bubble and dictating on reasonable terms. We have the advantage, but we have refused to attack. But he's taking out magnanimity, uh, magnanimity, sorry, magnanimity rather, to weakness or for weakness because we live together in the same community. That sounds like a problem. I don't know if you follow through on this on the message but what it sounds like is the people seeking peace have the advantage mm. that's what it sounds like yeah um, but they are not choosing not to act is not being difficult yeah living in his own bubble and Which dictating you wonder so if you have the advantage call the person's bluff you want to go to court unless you don't unless the person knows that going to court will weaken their advantage or whatever but if i have the advantage i'm being difficult i will deploy my arsenal all right i've said arsenal they've never won a cup but I'll deploy what I have. Okay, anyway, let uh, Arsenal <laughs> fans catch you. Onoha from Vega is saying, Good evening, Michelle and Zeal. Zeal, do you have a church that you and your, that you and, that you listen, that you and listen to the pastor who, pastor and worship regularly? Hmm. Anyway, now that I understand what he's saying, he's asking, Do I go to church? Do you yes. go to church? Do you have a church that you attend, yes. worship and listen to the pastor regularly? That's a yes, right? I'm saying, have you ever had conflict with your pastor or the church doctrines? If yes, every single time. How was how how was it resolved? Please simplify your answer. How did you resolve it? So, for example, I know Sonwolu is the governor of Lagos. Mm -hmm. If you come and tell me that Fashola is still the governor of Lagos, that's not a conflict. You're just ignorant, and I'm not going to engage you. I'll leave you to your own ignorance and I'll move on. So if you tell me something that I don't agree with or I know is fundamentally incorrect, it's not a conflict. It, it becomes a conflict if I try to impose my view on you and you refuse or you try to impose your view on me and I refuse. Well, just, otherwise, we can have a difference of opinion, which is what happens to me and church in general. We have a lot of differences in opinion. Um, I understand a lot of things that are said in church are not incorrect. They are just incomplete. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I, if I know what, if I know the second half of the story, I go and apply the second half of the story. I'm not trying to convince you on anything. So there's no conflict. When you say what I don't like, I just laugh in my head and move on. <laughs> or I close my ear. I do that a lot. I close my ears a lot. Okay. Simple enough. Abuka is, I hope so. Abuka is saying, vulnerability amongst couples is encouraged in that and spouse guts I don't understand what you're saying so uh, here's a message from the person who said starts with a word that starts with W and ends with E apparently it's wife ta-da oh. so uh, Daniel mm. again is saying Zeal spoke about smiling through a potential conflict uh, situation without needing to address it because he learned from experience my guess was wife being a husband as well as he is Daniel is a husband who applies that method for his wife. He's saying apologies for being unclear in the initial message. Um, that's from Daniel. Zio, do you agree? So this is exactly why don't I don't about talk it. about those things. Because it will, be, it will either be interpreted that I'm talking about myself mm -hmm. or I will get questions that are too personal to answer. Then you look like you're avoiding. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. And they say, ah, if not answering, then it must be this will be the answer. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't want to create conflict. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
okay, yeah, it's not easy to have a conflict with your spouse in the same house and ignore for yeah. you. Know, yeah. Lagos talks. Yeah. Is that Val? How are you? I'm fine. This is Val. Go ahead, Val. Um, two questions. Um, for now. You have to it is difficult for them to resolve a conflict. So the best bet would be to avoid it. Just like cost of cost of peace and cost of war. Then secondly, a community, there's a community around our area where they've been having communal clash. They've made efforts to resolve it. But the king says until he dies, he alone, he will never he will never resolve that problem until he, he until his reign ends. They have made efforts and all those things that he doesn't want to forgive, he doesn't want to set, he doesn't want to make peace. He said until he dies and goes, another person can come up and take that kind of decision. So in that kind of situation, I think the best way to be for one to just forge ahead. Cost of war, cost of peace. I think people people embark on cost of peace in order to avoid the war. So sometimes it's good to avoid some kind of crisis so you know it will be difficult for you to settle. Mm -hmm. Then Michelle, don't be, don't be this your friend's man. That's why she was angry. Oh no, no, it wasn't something. It was very, it was very random. <laughs> Had nothing to do with that. It was just a misunderstanding over something we 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 bought. You know, just small. Anywho, thanks to everyone who did join the conversation. Big thanks to you, Zeal, for joining the conversation. Next week, remember, you can write it down somewhere on your notepad. Push and pull. Okay. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. Final thoughts before we go? Well, one, generally speaking, it is not wise when you have a conflict to ignore it. It's best to resolve it. Uh, if you ignore it, it tends to grow. Uh, but this is one of the few things where fleeing in advance <laughs> is a great strategy. If you can avoid it entirely in the sense that so you don't let the conflict happen, then it's much, much better. Sometimes they are necessary. The conflicts are necessary to, um, what's the word? For everybody to know their places. So sometimes you need two people to fight so that you that you think you can beat that one all the time, let them beat you. Then you, <laughs> next time you have respect for that, you know? Yeah. So it all depends. Circumstances are different here. So uh, there's no blanket rule on this. You just right. need to take it step by step. All right. For those who would love to reach out to Zeal, you can do that on Twitter at Zeal underscore A. That is Z-E-A-L underscore A. Go ahead and follow him on Twitter or what we call X these days. And um, just tweet at him. You don't have to send a DM, okay? All right, Zeal. Have a beautiful day. Thank you very much. Bye. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.